This is Church Alive's Teaching of the Week by Pastor Gene Amoson. For additional teachings or information about the church, go to churchalive.net. Y'all, today we're kicking off a new series that we are calling uh, Forward in Faith. We're going to try that one more time because y'all got to help me today because I'm really excited about the topic of faith. Today we're kicking off a new series called Forward in Faith. And in the series, y'all, we're going to be looking at mostly the father of our faith, and that's Abraham, whenever you look into the word. Uh, Whenever you look at Galatians 3, he's referenced as the father of faith. We're going to go for about four to five weeks with this series. I really want to encourage you to be here for this series. Whenever you look in Hebrews 11, Hebrews 11 is a chapter that talks about what we call the heroes of faith. Whenever we say heroes of faith, we're talking about people like Moses, we're talking about people like Abraham and Noah, people like Joseph, great folks in the word of God that really had extreme faith and that God moved on their behalf as a result. And so we're going to be talking about Abraham, who's one of those heroes of faith. And I just want to encourage you, actually, if you've never read Hebrews 11, if it doesn't sound familiar to you, check it out because it's a fantastic chapter to just read about these different heroes of the faith. But y'all, in this in this series, I really think that your faith's going to be built. We're going to look at a lot of scripture. Y'all okay with scripture, right? Yeah. So we're going to look at a ton of scripture in this series. But as people who are believers, as children of God, how many of y'all know we need to be full of faith? Yeah. We don't need to be negative Nancy's, always pessimists. We need to be full of hope and we need to be full of faith. Because of what our God has done for us, because of the extreme love that he has shown us and what he did to send Jesus to earth for us, that ought to put a smile on our face. We shouldn't have any reason to just be moping around, so we should be full of hope and we should be full of faith as his children. Somebody say amen today. And so today we're going to kick it off and we're actually going to go to Hebrews 11 just for a couple of verses, but we're going to start there in verse 6 today. And it says this, it says, and without faith, it is impossible. Somebody say impossible. Impossible. It's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly or diligently seek him. That's what the word of God says. So to, to be able to please God, we've got to have faith. We better have it, right? And then it's required for our salvation as well. It says it in Ephesians 2.8, for by grace, somebody say grace, grace. you have been saved through what? Faith. Come on, one more time, through what? Faith. faith. Not at yourselves, it's nothing you can do. You can't save yourself. You can be as good as you can be. You can be perfect except for one sin. It's still not good enough. No, your salvation is a gift from God, but it requires faith. So we've got to have faith as believers, Right? And if we were to jump back to Hebrews 11 and go a couple scriptures forward to verse 8, it says this about Abraham, the father of faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. Has anybody ever started out somewhere and you had no idea where you were going, but you just started going? It's not normally the ideal way to get from here to there now, is it? I want you to understand this is that great faith always requires a first step. It always is going to require a first step. That first step is always going to be the hardest too, isn't it? 
you may not know your final destination, but the first step's going to be hard because you don't really know what you're getting yourself into a lot of times whenever the Lord says, this is what you're supposed to do, and you have to take that first step. I know that we've got multiple folks in this house who have gone back to college recently, and that was a big step for them. That first step can be a little scary at times, can it not? Or maybe, you know, you decided like to do some kind of race and you wanted to go run a 5K for the first time or something like that. Probably the hardest step was just signing up for it or maybe even just showing up for it. For those of you that decided to go back to college, probably enrolling was a big deal, like just getting the nerve up to do it. Great faith always requires a first step. And, you know, that first step can be hard a lot of times. But it was by faith that Abraham obeyed whenever he was called to go to a place that he did not even know, according to Scripture. Now, I want us to understand today, we're going to talk about three different things that we've got to know if we're going to move forward in our faith. And the first thing is this, is that moving forward in our faith requires stepping out. It requires stepping out. I want to give you some good news today. You are the only one who can take your first step. You're the only one. Nobody else can do it for you. God's not going to push you out either. Yesterday, Cash and I saw something on TV where some guys were like jumping out of an airplane, like parachuting. And I thought to myself, I might have to be the guy that had to get shoved out that door. You know, God's not going to push you. You've got to take that first step, right? And some of you may be actually on the edge of that next level of what God has for you. And he's just waiting for you. Somebody say me. He's just waiting for you to take that next step because maybe you're just a little afraid to dive in. But to accomplish anything big, it's going to require us to take a step. To accomplish anything big, it's going to require us to take a step. Think about maybe the first home that you bought. Uh, maybe whenever you decided to go to college. Maybe if you ever have had a career change or you're considering one. Uh, maybe to quit the job that you've got to go into another job that's made itself available to you. It takes a big step. It takes a big step to get married, does it not? Yes. And so anytime you're going to do something big, it's going to require a big step. Last week, we celebrated 30 years of this church being in existence, and I'm pretty excited about what God's done over those 30 years. But I want to say this, and just to honor our founding pastor, who's my father, it took a couple of big steps for dad to do what God called him to do. If you don't know the story of this church, and, and maybe you're going to be in starting point today, you'll hear a little bit of this. Uh, but our family's from here. Uh, our property's out in Smith County, but we live basically Smith County, the McGee area, uh, until I was in elementary. And then God sent us to Orlando, Florida for my dad to basically start a new career. He was very comfortable here, but that took a big step for a good old country boy to leave and go to Orlando. And I want y'all to know, we stuck out like a sore thumb in Orlando. Everybody would say, where are y'all from? I like the way you talk. You know, that's, that's what they'd all say. And so we got real comfortable down there, and we were down there about a decade, and, and life was good and got plugged into a great church. And really, in that church is where mom and dad just grew so much spiritually. And we realized later on, the reason God sent us there wasn't dad's career. The reason God sent us there is because that was a boot camp for us to get ready to come back to plant this church, right? So there was one big move from McGee to Orlando, but then God called dad to make another big move, to take another big step, and that was to leave what was comfortable in Florida to go and to plant a church in Mississippi, a church where the first service literally was on our front porch with two ladies, and that was 
it. It took two big steps. And aren't you glad that he took those big steps? Amen? Amen. But we, we experience that as a family. It takes big steps. But Abraham, if we look at his father, his father was a guy by the name of Terah, T-E-R-A-H, Terah. And Terah had actually moved the family. They were from a place called Ur. And Terah's plan was to move them from Ur to Canaan. But ultimately, they got stuck in a place called Haran on the way there. They never made it to where they were supposed to. And it says this in Genesis 11, verse 31. It says, Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of his son Abram, and together they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. That was the original plan. But whenever they came to Haran, they settled. Somebody say settled. They just settled there. And Terah lived 205 years, and he died there in Haran. Whenever you research Abraham's family, Jewish tradition actually says that Terah did not serve God. As a matter of fact, he was into idol worship and actually made idols. This is the father of the father of faith. It's kind of hard to believe in him. And it also says that Abraham probably did the exact same thing as well, in the same way that his father served idols, that Abraham probably served idols as well. But Terah settled and died. And then if you were to go to Acts 7-2, y'all remember Stephen, right? He was the one who was stoned. And if you read Acts 7, just before Stephen is stoned, he's basically preaching, if you will, and going almost through the entire word of God to the guys who are about to stone him. But he says this in Acts 7 too. He says, the God of glory visited our father Abraham. The God of glory. I love the way he words that. Understand that Terah and his family had settled in a place that they weren't supposed to be. But then Abraham has an encounter from God Almighty. And God Almighty told him, Abraham, I've got bigger things for you. And you need to get up and you need to take your next step to get to that place that I have for you. And y'all, Abraham was 75 years old at this time. And God was setting him up for literally his greatest season of life at the age of 75. Just so you know, I don't care how old you are, God's not done with you. He's not done with you. Uh, he can use you no matter how old you are, and he can get you to ultimately where he wanted you to be no matter how old you are. But like Abraham, some of our families maybe here have just settled. Think about your family just for a minute. Whenever you look back at your family, did, did they really serve God? Do you feel like they were really walking in their destiny, really walking in their purpose? Or maybe they're not. Maybe they're not living out the purpose that God had for them. Have you found that your family, maybe your parents, your family, maybe you deal with the same battles over and over and over again, the same struggles over and over. Maybe you say to yourself, our family's dealt with addiction from generation to generation. Maybe your family's dealt with divorce. Maybe your family's dealt with adultery. Maybe your family has no peace. Maybe your family is completely hopeless. But the truth is, is that your family has just gotten used to it. And you've just settled and you've got comfortable in that place. Abraham's family got comfortable in the place that they weren't supposed to be in. But I got some good news for you. You don't have to be that way. You don't have to live that way. Uh, not any of us in here have to settle, but I want you to understand it's completely up to you and it's completely up to me where we're going to remain. 
listen, we've got to be like Abraham and to step out. Somebody say step out. We got to step out into God's plan that he has for us. And you may have messed up in the past. Maybe you've just been doing the same things that your family's been doing and your family's been dealing with the same situations and you feel like it's just destined to be what you deal with. Let me tell you, it doesn't have to be your story. God can break that. Come on, somebody. There are truly things called generational curses that it goes from generation to generation to generation, but those can be broken off of you. I want you, I mean, in fact, we can break them all off before we even leave here today, okay? You don't have to live that way. That doesn't have to be your story. And the word of God will show you what God wants for you. He'll speak to you and tell you what your step's supposed to be. In Genesis 12, 1, again, the Lord said to Abram, go from your country. Go from the place where you have been, where you have been settling. Your people, your father's household, and go to the place that I'm going to show you. He was having to go off of faith, y'all. He had no idea really where he was going. God said, just start to walk. And I'm going to show you where you're supposed to be. This is new territory for Abraham. There's actually a Hebrew play on words whenever you look at that verse and you go back to the Hebrew. And what God was saying to Abraham was, listen, Abraham, go do what I tell you and you will actually find yourself. That's the way the Hebrew reads. Here's what he was telling Abraham. Abraham, whenever you're obedient to do what I tell you to do, first of all, you're going to have a revelation of who I am. Yeah. And then Abraham, you're going to see what living really is whenever you have that revelation of who I am. Yeah. And so it was a place of faith where Abraham just had to start stepping and look at what God ended up doing with his life. Amen. Yeah. But he said, Abraham, you, you can find yourself whenever you go to the place that I've got for you. But nothing was going to change until Abraham took a step. He had to get up and he had to start stepping, right? I mean, think about Joshua. Joshua was on the edge of the Jordan. He's got million plus people behind him. And the Lord said, I'm going to make this body of water open up to where you can cross it. But you want to know what Joshua had to do? The Lord said, you got to put your foot into it. He had to take that step into the water for it to be able to part. Not only did it part to where they could cross it, they ended up conquering 31 cities after it because of Joshua's obedience and willingness to take the first step. Whenever Peter stepped out of the boat, could water support Peter if he just decided to step out of a boat any other time? No. But Jesus called him and said, come on. And whenever he calls you and tells you to take a step, he's going to provide a way for you to be able to make it. Amen? And so as soon as Peter stepped out of the boat... That ground was as hard as this right here, and it supported him. Yeah. Why? Because he did what the Lord told him to do. Whenever you take your first step, the Lord sees it, and the Lord re rewards your obedience. But it's hard to take the first step. Can we just get honest? Because we're comfortable at times in our situation. I mean, even if our situation isn't that good, sometimes we're comfortable with it, aren't we? Because we know what to expect. Do you really like your life? No, but I've learned to live with it. I mean, that what a terrible way to live, right? We get comfortable. I mean, that, that, that's not ideal whatsoever. Each year, more 40-somethings are living with their parents than ever before. The number's getting higher. Back in the day, you'd try to get out of your house as quick as possible. But this generation, or the, the last couple of generations, they're getting to a place of they get comfortable living at home, and they don't want to get out of the house. 
the reason is, is a lot of times they don't want to take chances. Scared to go to college. What if I flunk out? Scared to get a house. What if I can't pay for it? Scared to sign a contract on an apartment. What if I can't pay for it? Then I'm locked in. Scared to start a new career. What if I fail? Kick your kids out of the house eventually, people, okay? Just kick them out eventually. If you're doing your kids' laundry and they're in their 30s, that is not cool. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. And if you're in your 30s and your parents are doing your laundry, shame on you. Get out of your parents' house and be an adult, amen? But a lot of people, they don't move because of the fear of failure or the fear of the unexpected. And the truth is, is that stability is often chosen over destiny. Stability is often chosen over destiny. We'll just stick with the safe bet versus trying out what God really has for us. I want you to understand something. If you have a word from God, you can go with it every time and you're going to be okay. Come on, listen. If you hear from God, stick with God. It's going to work out for you. Amen? The thing is, is that God wants us all to get out of earth. He wants us to get out of here. And those two places that Abraham's family was from and where they settled, he wants us to get out of there and get to the place that he has for us. But it's going to be uncomfortable at times. It's going to be uncomfortable at times. God told Jonah to go to Nineveh. Now, if you remember, Nineveh was actually like the enemy of Israel. And Jonah didn't want to go there. Uh, as a matter of fact, Jonah ended up going the opposite way, and it didn't work out well for him, did it? But then you've got, for instance, Moses, and Moses was told to go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh, listen, let my people go. Now, if you remember, Pharaoh had actually been trying to kill Moses previously, but he was obedient to do what God says, and God's favor was on Moses and Pharaoh. Indeed, eventually, the people did get out of there, right? So we've just got to stick with God and do what he tells us to do. God may have revealed some things to you that just honestly scare you. Have any of y'all felt like you heard from God and you're thinking to yourself, there's just no way. I recently uh, got together with a couple and the Lord had showed me some stuff for this couple and, and I didn't really get into it. I said, but, but God's showing me some things about how he wants to use y'all in the future at Church Alive. And they literally looked at each other and said, Lord, we're scared. No, it's doable. It's doable. And, and if you ever feel overwhelmed with what God's shown you, that next step is and what he wants you to do, listen, you just move towards that. You, just, you know, that whole saying of how do you eat an elephant just one bite at a time, just one step at a time, just one step at a time, you just keep moving step after step, and God's going to get you to the place that he has for you. Amen? And one other thing I want to mention to you is, is that we never step out without a word from God. Y'all, this is crucial right here. We never step out without a word from God. If you step out without a word from God, you're probably going to crash and burn. Sometimes we step out because of feelings. Don't go off of feelings. Feelings will mess you up. Have any of you guys ever been all up in your feelings and maybe you've made a bad decision? Anybody ever been there before? We don't go off of feelings. We go off of a word from God. Uh, Hebrews 11, 8 says, by faith, Abraham obeyed when God called him. When God called him, Abraham moved. He didn't move before then. Peter, again, walked on the water when Jesus said, come to me. 
so we need to wait for a word from God. And stepping out on your own, you may say, well, I'm just stepping out on faith. If you didn't hear from God, you may be stepping out on faith, but you ain't stepping out with wisdom. Hear me. You need to hear from God before you make a big step. I mean, I've known people over the years, I've seen my parents counsel people, and we've had to do some of these, that people, they just made some bad decisions. It seemed like the right thing to do, but it was the wrong thing to do, and God never spoke it from the get-go. So we step out on a word from God, amen? Romans ten seventeen says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The original text there was actually hearing by a word from God. And thanks to the Holy Spirit, we can hear from God, can we not? If you're about to make a big step, make sure you hear from God. Before you buy that house, make sure you hear from God. Before you change careers, make sure you hear from God. Before you marry that boy or girl, you better, better make sure you hear from God, right? Make sure you hear from God. Before you jump into a bunch of debt, hear from God, right? But Abraham's father, y'all, was planning to take the family to Canaan, as I said, but they ended up kind of getting off track and they ended up in Haran. Whenever you look at Haran and actually that region, it was a mountainous area. And that could have been a place that was just a place of safety for them, a place of security for them. But it, again, it still wasn't the place that God had for them. And maybe you're at a place to where you've just gotten comfortable where you are, but y'all want you to know that's, that's not it might not be the place that God ultimately has for you. And God speaks to Abraham, again, in Genesis 12. We just, did, we just looked at it, verse 1. He says, Abraham, it's time for you to go out to the place that I have for you. I also want you to understand that moving forward in faith includes stepping around. So we step out, and then there are going to be times whenever we step around. And this can be a little bit of a holding pattern that you have to stay in. This can be a little bit of a detour at times. And you can have a season of testing at times before you ever reach that place that God has for you. <laughs> Whenever I say season of testing, you may feel like you've been stepping around for a long time. There are times whenever it's just a little bit of a holding pattern after we step out. Because you see, stepping out doesn't mean that you're going to be instantly stepping in. There's that time between stepping out and stepping in. We call that faith holding time to where we just hold on to a word from God. You know, whenever we moved here to, to plant this church, I told you we came here, we, we started it with two ladies on the front porch. Um, you know, the way it looks right now, it took a long time to get to right here. But it doesn't mean that you're going to step right into what God has for you. I mean, I'm so excited about where God has us right now. But sometimes we're going to be in a little bit of a season of holding to where we just hold on to a word from God. But eventually we're going to step in. Think about Joseph. Joseph had a dream from the Lord of what would ultimately be happening in his life. But between the time of that dream and the time that he ruled in Egypt, Joseph was thrown into a pit. He was sold as a slave. He was uh, accused by a woman. Um, he was thrown in jail. He went through a lot. And it was years before he ever got to that destiny that God had for him. And so understand, you're going to step out, give it some time you're eventually going to be stepping in. You just got to stick with the Lord. Amen? Joseph stuck with God, and as a result, he walked in the purpose and the destiny that God had for him. Don't jump ship just because things get rough. Don't automatically say, well, I obviously miss God. Stick with God. Amen? 
But the enemy is going to try to convince you that you miss God. And, and Paul actually says this in Galatians 5. He's talking to some believers. And he tells them this. He says, you are running the race so well. You were doing so good is what Paul tells me. He says, who held you back from following the truth? It certainly isn't God, for he is the one who called you to freedom. Listen, you stepped out. Just keep sticking with God, amen? Don't let the enemy get you off track. Don't get, let the enemy try to convince you that you miss God. Stick with him and experience what he's got for you. We've got to continually seek his direction to hear his voice and not the enemy's voice. Amen? Amen. So finally, moving forward in faith, the good news is, is eventually we will be stepping in. Amen? Eventually we will be stepping in. I want you to know today that Canaan is your destiny. Come on, somebody. Canaan is indeed your destiny. Whenever you step out, there may be that season of stepping around, that, that little bit of season of a holding pattern or maybe a little bit of a detour. It's that faith holding time to where we just continue to believe what God's spoken over us and we just stick with the Lord. But if you're faithful, if you stick with God, you will, somebody say, I will. You will eventually step into the destiny that he has for you you will eventually step into it. Stephen said this to, to the Jews who were about to execute him. In Acts 7, this is two verses after what we read earlier. Verse 4, it says, And from Haran, when his father was dead, God moved him, God moved Abraham to this land in which you dwell. Now, I want us to think about this just for a minute. He, he's speaking to the Jewish people. And he goes back to the father of faith, Abraham. And just two verses earlier, he had talked about the God of glory had visited Abraham and told him to get up and to start walking. And then in verse four, Stephen says, listen, Abraham was faithful. Abraham did what God called him to do. And because of Abraham's faithfulness, you're now living in the area that God brought him to. I want us to think about this just for a moment whenever we're faithful to the Lord to do what he's called us to do. It doesn't just affect you. It's not just for your benefit only. You know, whenever Regina and I are obedient to the Lord and we do what he calls us to do and whenever we do what he asks us to do, it doesn't just affect Regina and I, it affects our children. And it'll, it'll eventually affect our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren from generation to generation to generation. It's extremely important that we're obedient to God because it's not just about us, is it? It's about even our family down the road. And even thinking about dad, and not to bring it back around dad, but it's just kind of ironic that we had the, the anniversary of the church last week. You know, I was thinking about just this verse and if we were to kind of look at that verse and because of Pastor Gene Sr., because of his faithfulness to get up and move, he came to this place to where we all are right now. Think of the lives that have been changed because of one man's obedience. The salvations because of one man's obedience. 
the lives that have been touched. I want you to understand this. Whenever you step out and you're obedient to God, it's gonna affect you, it's gonna affect your family, it's gonna affect people that you may never even meet whenever you're in that place that God has called you to be. And I want you to know, even if you've gotten off track, you can still get to the place that God wants you. You can still experience the destiny that God has for you. Some mistakes didn't necessarily disqualify you from getting to the destiny that God has for you. You need to hear that today. If you listen to the Lord, if you're obedient, if you step out, I promise you, you'll never regret it. Amen. Come on, stand up with me today, if you will. As we're thinking about what we talked about today, just as we're closing things today, I want us to kind of look at this in a couple of different ways. Maybe the Lord is speaking to some of you today and telling you something that you need to do, the next step that you need to take. Maybe it's got to do with a career. Maybe it's got to do with ministry. Maybe it's something to do with your family. A relationship, maybe it's simplifying your life in some areas. I, I don't know what it is, but but maybe the Lord's sharing something with you that He wants you to do. I want to encourage you, if you've heard from God, step out. If you've heard from God, step out. Okay, we, we, we step out on a word from God. The other way I want us to look at this today is, is that maybe you found yourself settling like Abraham's family. Maybe you just feel like you have completely just settled. You've been walking with the Lord, but at the same time, you don't feel like you're walking in the blessings of God. You're walking with the Lord, but you feel like you're fighting the same battles time after time. Maybe you look at your family and you see that they weren't exactly doing what they were supposed to, maybe they weren't walking in God's purpose for them. You see that how you're living isn't really that good for your marriage or that good for your kids. Maybe today is the day that you make a decision. I'm tired of settling. If you will, just bow your head and just close your eyes today. I want us to have just a moment with God. If that's you, if you feel like you are constantly under attack, If you feel like you're struggling with a lot of the same things that your family struggled with, I'm going to ask you a question. How would you describe life right now? And if you were to say to yourself, not that great, or if I were to ask you how you doing and your response to me is, well, I'm making it, can I go ahead and just tell you it doesn't have to be that way? I want to encourage you today that it's time to, to step out. Come on, just as you're spending some time with the Lord, just, just again, all the hands, or I'm sorry, just to, all, all the eyes closed and the heads bowed. If that's how you're feeling, like you've just settled, like your family's just settled, and if you're, you're tired of living that way, I want you to understand that the Lord's saying to you, the same way that he said it to Abraham, it's time for you to find yourself. Whenever we say that, it's finding 
really understanding who you are, finding your identity, the fact that you're a child of God. He wants you to walk in his promises. He, he wants you to live at a place of peace. He wants you to have hope. He doesn't want you to struggle. He doesn't want your life to just be battle after battle after battle. That's not, that's not what I want for my kids and it's not what he wants for you either. He wants you to get to that place to where you're not worried about what other people think about you. He wants you to get to that place whenever other people are stressed out and freaking out about what's going on in the world that you know that he's in control and you can walk in peace. He wants you to get to that place to where you are not just existing, but people, you are living. You're living. I'm gonna ask you right now, are you tired of settling? Anybody in here, are you just tired of settling? It was never his plan for you. If that's you right now, again, I want all the eyes closed. I want you to just raise your, if you are tired of settling, just, just throw a hand up just to show God, I'm tired of where I'm at. I'm just tired of this place. Father, right now, you see the hands. God, we know your heart for us. The heart of a loving father that sees his children. Thank you again for listening to Church Alive's Teaching of the Week with Pastor Gene Amoson. We invite you to join us for our Sunday morning worship service every Sunday at 10 o'clock or learn more at churchalive.net.